0: We've been talking about security awareness for years, but it's only recently that the common consumer, if you will, seems to have gotten aware of some of the fundamental cybersecurity sorts of risks they face and what they should be doing about them. Hi, my name is Matthew Schwartz, executive editor with Information Security Media Group, and I'm speaking with cybersecurity and social engineering expert Sharon Konhidi. Sharon, thanks for joining me. Okay. Sharon, you run First Defense Information security and I know that you are engaged with a lot of social engineering concerns what are some of the big trends that you're seeing today
1: for the most part if you break down the actual social engineering attacks it's the same thing that we've been seeing for years and years I mean back since the beginning of humanity practically it's just cons and scams that use technology so same thing by another name so you're playing on people's emotions you're paying on people wanting to make a quick book save a book. And when it comes down to the psychology, it's the same thing we've always seen.
0: And have there been any particular attacks in recent times that have awakened people to some of the cybersecurity risks they might be facing?
1: Sure, okay. Well, I think the two biggest events, not necessarily attacks in one case, over the past year that have influenced security awareness and in my experience have almost done more for security awareness than any of the training that we've done over the past 10 or 15 years are, number one, Mark Zuckerberg saying that he covers over his webcam and suddenly people were saying oh my god do I need to do that do I need to cover over my webcam and people suddenly realized that this was an issue and your average Joe blog started covering it over so I think that's fantastic great work there thanks very much and number two was the Kim Kardashian robbery in Paris and suddenly people realized if you post all this information on social media it can be used against you and this is what security experts have been saying for years now understand what data you have out there and how it can be used against you. And sure, not everyone is posting that they have million-dollar diamond rings and taking photos of them and posting them on Facebook. But we do post an awful lot of information, and it's not just the information itself, but the metadata that you can collect about people as well that's available and can potentially be used against you.
0: So not just some social media karma, but some actual wake-up calls for non-cybersecurity-savvy consumers here. In exactly. the Kardashian example.
1: Exactly. And, you know, it was all in a language and a story that we all understood. There was nothing that was particularly cybersecurity-focused about it, but it just got people thinking.
0: We have seen in the past warnings from police, for example, not to post on public Facebook pages, I'm about to go away on my two-week holiday now, for example. But it doesn't sound like that's necessarily entered the global consciousness, if you will, when you see the sheer amount of personal information that is being posted. Now, does that extrapolate into enterprise environments, do you think?
1: Oh, I've encountered that in a big way, particularly in my social engineering testing. And when you first start social engineering testing, you think, oh, wow, that was really lucky. But the more you do it, the more you realise it's not luck. People just like sharing information. To give you one example, I called up a reception and asked to speak to a particular guy, and the receptionist says, oh, I'm sorry, he's away on holidays in Spain for two weeks. He won't be back until the 15th of June or something like that. Well, that's a hell of a lot of information to give a social engineer. And unrequested information as well that was just volunteered.
0: Is this a problem that can be solved?
1: It's a very difficult problem to solve because people are going to share the information if there's any kind of incentive involved especially and the example we saw this week was the admiral car insurance where people could opt in to share their social media profiles for a discount and their car insurance premiums that's a lot of information to share but as i mentioned it's not just the information it's the metadata about it and people don't realize that so much information can be used to identify the patterns that they have in their day-to-day lives and that gives away lots of information that can be used against them I mean, from a physical safety point of view, if nothing else.
0: Do we know how many people opted in to the Admiral offer?
1: I'm not sure it really even got off the ground.
0: It provoked a firestorm of controversy,
1: there. It sure did, yeah. And I think, you know, as we become more connected as well and we get more and more information that's collected about us no matter where we go every step of the way, we really have to consider the implications of all this data and what it means for us.
0: It's tough when someone waves a £300 discount under your nose, though obviously you might think well who cares if they know my name and where I last drank
1: yeah and that's hard to turn down and can be unfair in the people who choose not to share this kind of information as well because some people are getting discounts when they do choose to share it other people are treated suspiciously because they're choosing not to share the information so the
0: cultural norms get shifted away Mm. from a privacy perhaps aware individual
1: yeah exactly yeah a startup company in London signed a deal to connect 10 billion items of clothing to the internet over the next three years i mean clothing can track so much information right it's not like a device you're leaving at home your home thermostat that's restricted to your house that's bad enough it's restricted to your house it's not even like your tom-tom in your car it's restricted to your car it's with you every literally every step of the way
0: huge surveillance potential there and who knows what else if someone is able to hack into the glue that connects it to the cloud or whatever system they come up with
1: yeah exactly yeah
0: Well, thank you very much, Sharon, for your time today. You're welcome. For ISMG, this is Matthew Schwartz. Thank you very much for joining us.